Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Matt Smut Corner is back. If you're not in the mood or don't want to hear that kind of explicit literature, go ahead and skip 4501 to 4634. Enjoy. Ramble. Hello, welcome to this week's episode of You Can Sit With Us. I'm one of your hosts, Matt, and I'm sitting here with Maggie. Hello. And we have Rainy on the ones and twos. Hi. And today we're talking about our Lunar New Year. Woo! Our second chance at the new year for yeah. 2024. Yes. You know? What is the exact date of Lunar New Year, Matthew? It's Saturday. I think it's a Saturday. It's on February 10th. Okay. Amazing. Saturday, February 10th. Amazing. But how has the start of this year been? It's been good. This year, I feel like it's gone off to a much slower pace for me, <laughs> especially. Last year, this time, was marriage and Zach being in and out of the hospital. So I am happy that this year so far has been quite uneventful. What about you? Oh, my gosh. Well, I started out this year sick. No. I feel like that's the worst way to start a new year. No. That right? is not I had a really bad vibes. cold. So I feel like I'm just gearing up. So gearing I feel like this is my second chance. Okay. The Lunar New Year is my second chance at New Year's. Okay. Right? The yeah. new beginning. What did you do on New Year's, I mean, this year? Eugene's and what family are you doing? was visiting. Oh, okay. Yeah. So Eugene's family was visiting for New Year's. So we had like a little New Year's party okay. in Palm Springs. Fun. So it was really fun. Yeah. Are you doing yeah. anything special for Lunar New Year? Oh, my gosh. So we all know um, our best friend, David Dang. Yes. He has like a little family party every year. Mm -hmm. So I normally go to that, which it's super fun. Cute. It's a little, you know, because he's Vietnamese. So it's a Vietnamese New Year. So he has a like little, you know, different traditions and stuff. Mm -hmm. But there's always so much Vietnamese food. Yum. Like all of his family, like all 100 people in his family are there and like all the kids and cousins and stuff. And then he always has a themed games. Oh, cute. For the Whatever year. Whatever the year of the... Yeah. Okay, so, so 2024... Is what the is year the, the dragon. Dragon. Okay. Yeah, so I cannot wait to see what the dragon games are going to be. Yeah. But they're always really fun. Okay. And cr and weird and crazy. And, they're, and then we always do like this like betting game. Mm-hmm. So, and it's like a dice game and you like bet, blah, 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 you know, so it's like kind of fun and it gets very heated. Ooh. And sometimes people bring out like big bills. Oh, like okay. if, like a hundred dollar bills. Have you stuff. walked like, away with the no, pot? I've always lost all my money. <laughs> He's like bring quarters. Most people are in quarters, but then every once in a while, someone will pull out like a huge bill Ooh. and put it down. That's fun. They're trying to scam you for the new year. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! But it's always fun. Okay. But so what? Okay, so it being twenty twenty four, it being the year of the dragon. What is in store for twenty twenty four? Okay, so. You're the dragon. Mm -hmm. Dragon years usually possess natural courage, mm -hmm. tenacity, and intelligence, often displaying enthusiasm and confidence. It symbolizes power, nobility, honor, luck, and success. 
Consequently, 2024 is forecasted to bring about opportunities, changes, and challenges. Mm. If you're seeking a shift in your current lives, this year might offer a favorable chance. According to Chinese horoscope, the luckiest zodiac signs in 2024 are monkeys, roosters, and pigs. Okay. Roosters and pigs? I mean, last time or a while ago, we talked about the numerology year, and I feel like it was a good numerology year for you. Yes. And it's also a good zodiac year for you. (laughs) Maggie, I'm I'm expecting a lot. I know. (laughs) I feel like this is a lot of pressure, though. You have to have a really good year this year. I guess. Right? I guess. Yeah, I hope so. It's a really good year. But this year is, okay, so every four years is the U.S. election, and my birthday actually Mm. falls very close this year's election, (gasps) because I'm born on the 4th, Mm -hmm. and sometimes my birthday falls on election day. So, like, every four years, my um, birthday is very stressful. So what are you going to do for your birthday election? I think my birthday may fall ahead of election year this year, which is better, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. You're going to have a forecast and put place bets. Yeah. Or I should just like, Like I feel like every four years I should just have a different birthday. I'm just like, (laughs) this year I'm a Aquarius or next year I'm a Gemini and I should just like assign myself another day because it's- Just celebrate your half birthday. Exactly. You know? Yeah. That'd be fun. We could do that. We could do that. Yeah. If my half birthday, my half birthday of 11 is math, five and a half. Yeah. So it'd be like May into June. Yeah. Okay. We'll have to plan for it. I was like, if because if it birthday. goes too close to Zach or Bowie's birthday, it's just chaos in my Bowie's house. Birthday. <laughs> Wait, what do you do for Bowie's birthday? I don't think I've celebrated my dog's birthday since like the, the for, after the oh. first year. Okay, so there were a couple years where we just like kept it pretty low key and only got him just like little ice cream or like mm. a little dessert. Last year we got him like a full on cake and like ha- like just took him to do his favorite things that day. Yeah, but I've never had like a dog like a dedicated dog birthday party. Mm. I know some mm-hmm. people that do that, mm-hmm. but we just like him to, to take him to do his favorite things on Aww. his birthday because yeah. they only live for so short. I know. So we have to do the it's things. It's so true. Yeah. And I was just talking with Becky the other day because um, Emma, mm-hmm. we all know our sweet little baby angel Emma. She's now totally blind. No. Okay. What happened She's to the like, other eye? Just... You can age. tell. You can yeah, tell. Yeah, you can just tell. Aww. It's like totally white too. So like her Aww. cataracts and stuff. And then she's almost completely deaf. Oh. So she doesn't hear anything now. So she definitely is just not enjoying life to the fullest. Really? Like she does. She still to. like climb into people's laps like she normally but does. She can't really find people anymore. Oh. We need to get her in like she a looks, little. Carrier. She kind of wonders like she's doing bumper cars. Oh. Around the house. Oh. You know? So you kind of have to help guide her places. Yeah. All her spots. We need stuff. to get her a little carrier. And she sleeps probably like 21 hours a day. Really? Drop her off with a... Drop definitely her getting old. So I was trying to think of what to do for her, mm-hmm. you know, to... to Because this is probably going to be her last year. She likes... You know? I mean, you should take... I know how much she the loved hiking. <laughs> you need to take her in a carrier so she can know, like right? Put her in like a little baby Bjorn and just go on a little hike. The breeze. Because I remember how animated she used to get when yeah. we went hiking yeah she yeah. loved it she loved it yeah i don't know now she can't even like go on walks because she doesn't she can't see so mm. she like you know like stops herself like her, freezes up yeah yeah oh i know it's so sweet sad. emma 
I know. I know. So but, celebrate every year that you have with your yeah, pets. Yeah, got to celebrate them. But Eugene did the, you know, you can do dog age tests mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. So Eugene did the doggy age test and I kind of wish we didn't do it. Why? Because it would have made me feel better. But we had originally thought that Emma was like 16, 17. Right, because smaller She's dogs. She's 12. Like okay. 12. We're just still older for a dog, you know? I know. But yeah. like 12... It made me feel better if she was 16. Oh. <laughs> you know? Oh, yeah. Like she's in this type of shape when she's 16 and not 12. Yeah. But you, you know, guys, she had a couple more you years. You guys take really good care her. of her. Clearly, she's 12 is a, is a long time. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Poor Emma. Poor Emma. Poor Emma. But, okay, so this is going to be your year. Okay, okay. So I looked up some things On. for the monkey. Okay. Because you're a little Tell monkey. Tell me about the you're monkey. You're a little monkey girl. Monkey Maggie. Monkey Maggie. <laughs> is that your favorite or your favorite jungle animal? Jungle. I feel like monkeys are a little more jungle. I love monkeys. Some people are very put off by monkeys or like freaked out by them because they're the are closest my jungle animal. species to humans. Mm-hmm. Um, silverback gorillas are pretty cool. I know that's not a monkey, but did you ever watch the Netflix show? God, what was it called? It was the one, it was basically Secession. But it was real and it was a bunch no. of no? No. I'm trying to remember. Chimp Empire. Oh, Chimp Empire. It was they followed these I can't oh God, I'm an, I'm bad I'm bad at summarizing shows, but basically <laughs> it followed uh different families of might have followed the monkeys around and like made drama between them. Well, for, I don't understand like the ethics of how you can film and follow just like families of chimpanzees mm. without them actually knowing. Because there were like shots where they would follow the mm-hmm. chimps. And I was like, there's no way that the chimps don't realize that there's cameras around. But I know that that is a, like a huge thing. Yeah. But it was the the shots that they got are crazy. And it, there's and then, like, like pecking and orders yeah. and stuff. And did you know that chimps eat monkeys? They like eat each other. I didn't know that until I watched the show. It was very upsetting. But Carnivorous. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. But it's a very good show. If you're just like wanting to put something on, it's it, there's a storyline and everything. The, it's mo- very, <laughs> the, the footage is really cool. The, the narrator makes a storyline for you. Yeah. No, no, no. There's like male chimps. That are just like outcasts yeah. and there's like storylines between mm-hmm. them. Yeah. Yeah. It's really cool. Anyway. Watch Chimp Empire. Watch Chimp Empire. But yeah, tell Maggie's me about the take. year of the monkey. Okay. Completely so the year different. Because you're Maggie the monkey. Yes. People born in Year of the Monkey are magnetic personalities and are witty and intelligent. Mm-hmm. Personality traits like mischievousness, curiosity, and cleverness make them very naughty. Mm. Maggie, you're so naughty. I'm so naughty. (laughs) Monkeys are masters of practical jokes because they like playing most of the time. Monkeys are fast learners and crafty opportunists. They have many interests and need partners who are capable of stimulating them. While some like the eccentric nature of monkeys, others don't trust their sly, restless, and inquisitive nature. (gasps) Whoa. So in 2024, monkeys will have a smooth connection with the god of age. This (gasps) means... That you will receive plentiful support and blessings. You will encounter unexpected delights and surprises in various aspects of your life. It will be a prosperous year, brimming with opportunities for you. Monkeys, especially in your career and financial fortune. Ooh. Where you will reap abundant rewards. <laughs> 
However, it will be important to pay attention to your relationships and well-being. Wow. 2024. Whoa. The year. Whoa. The year. This is the year Maggie. (laughs) Can I read yours? Yes. Read mine. So I'm year of the tiger. Year of the tiger. Mm -hmm. Tiger is a symbol of strength. Exercise. Exercising. Exercising. Tiger is a symbol of strength, exercising, evils, and braveness. People born into the year of the tiger usually have a down-to-earth personality and down-to-earth work ethic. I see it. With great confidence and indomitable fortitude, they can be competent leaders. 2024 for tigers, your fortune will have its ups and downs. When it comes to your career and finances, you'll likely feel quite optimistic and may even experience pleasant surprises. However, you won't face major financial worries either. However, in other aspects of your life, challenges are forecast. <gasps> Sounds great. <laughs> I mean, it sounds Can't like wait. <laughs> you're just kind of vibing, you know? It makes it sound like part of it is like fine, mm-hmm. but it's like you're also going to have difficulties. Yeah. Yours is all like things are going to be amazing. Just like watch out, work out, work out, for, look out for your well-being. <laughs> yeah. Mine's like exercise your evils. <laughs> Well, we'll see. We'll have to see. We'll have to recap at the end of the year and see how it see went. If, see if they're true. I could do a full 360 and it just like turned downhill. <laughs> turned downhill. You never know. You never know. That's true. You never know what's going to happen. All right. Well, we have to do Rainies because she's right here and she's Year of the Ox. Ox. Yes. Your Year of the Ox. So the Ox represents a strong work ethic. And the ability to endure challenges. Whoa, that's good. Chinese folklore often portrays ox as an indispensable helper in agricultural labor. (laughs) 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 This association had led to the ox being regarded as a symbol of prosperity, productivity, and abundance. Oh, that's good. That's really good. That's good. So let's see what it means for 2024, though. Yeah. Because that's what you really want to know. According to Chinese astrology, oh no, <gasps> the year 2024 That's may not pose. Good. That's not good. May pose some challenges for <gasps> no. those of you born in the year of the ox. Oh, I've never. I want just easy. This makes me feel better about mine. <laughs> I know. <I'm, laughs> I don't ever think I've read a fortune the that it's like. The clash of energies and the influence of ominous stars could make it a year of turbulence and hardship. Oh no. <laughs> oh no, Rainy. <laughs> Oxes, this means that you will need to put in some extra effort compared to others. No. <laughs> <laughs> you want smooth sailing. Yeah. Oh no, maybe I shouldn't have read your oh, Well it's gonna happen anyway, news. you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Now I'm a li- I'm I'm warned. Now you're yeah, now I you're can prepare. Al- now you're alert. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now you can be correct. You exactly. Know? It's almost better to know ahead of time, you know? Because... Well, actually, and I don't maybe know. then it's like then maybe it's like low expectations. Yeah. So then when things do go well, you'll be like really happy and surprised. You know, yeah. where if things don't go well for Mackie, she's gonna. I'm be gonna be so devastated. confused. I'm gonna be just like I'm not gonna, gonna be, be on on guard. You know. Right. I'm susceptible to all the misfortune. Yes. I'm just gonna be like tra la la. Yes. Tra la la. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yes. Well, I mean, I can't wait to celebrate Lunar New Year. It's going to be so fun. Mm-hmm. We'll have to recap at the end of the year to see what happened, if our stars aligned. Yes. Right? But in the meantime, we have some audience questions. Woo! And our theme today is everything new. New. New, yes. We have so many. We had so many people submit, like, hot tea. Okay, questions there's so much to go through so thank you everyone for submitting we love reading all of your stories but here are some that we just could not yeah and if people want to send in more where are the majority of these sourced today these are from the email you can sit you You can sit with us pod at gmail.com yes you can sit with us pod at gmail.com perf send away send away okay this one is new job okay With a twist. I work at a manager for a small business that's owned by an a-hole. We all had a bad boss, you know? On several occasions, my boss has yelled at me saying I'm just not good enough. After he gives me tasks well outside my knowledge and pay grade. For example, he wanted me to write computer code for a company website. And when I explained to him that people actually go to college to learn how to do that, he got mad and stormed out. Hmm. This reminds me of, did you watch The Bear? I watched the first couple episodes. I didn't finish it. Tell me. Well, in the bear, like the Carmi, like the main chef, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that's like he always has these flashbacks of working at the fancy restaurant. I forgot what it was called. And that his executive chef there would always be like, you're not good enough. You shouldn't be like you were really like demeaning to him <laughs> yeah. the whole time. So like haunts him through the whole series Freeze. so far. And he just gets all those flashbacks. So those words can be very damaging to people. Yeah. You know? Ugh. Um, this has been going on for six months. So I have constantly been looking for another job the problem is i don't want to work in an area i went to college for anymore so i've been trying to switch industries which makes it harder to get hired mm. anyway i'm finally on my way out the door but i'm not sure if i should let my coworker know that my boss has been telling me for months that he wants to fire her as soon as the two new employees are settled wow that's pretty mean yeah i have told him several times to speak to her but he just ignores that She is honestly trying her hardest and actually has better KPIs than the boss himself. So he keeps saying she's just not good enough. Should I I let her know on my last day that he keeps telling me he plans to get rid of her so that she can start looking for a new job? Or I just stay out of it since I've actually got no proof that it will ever actually happen. The boss has fired people before and generally acts like a two-year-old when he doesn't get his way. So I know he's capable. But that still doesn't mean that he will go through with his threats. Mm. What would you do here? Give her the heads up as I'm leaving or just say, later, bitches, I'm out. And let her deal with whatever happens herself. Is it better to know it's coming and have to pretend you don't while secretly looking for a job or just have it come out of nowhere, like ripping off a bandaid? I would tell her. You would tell her. I would tell her. Just because it seems already like it's a toxic work environment. Like there is a chance where she doesn't get fired. But it also doesn't seem like a very 
supportive work environment regardless. And she doesn't deserve to be talked down upon behind her back. Yeah, it's so hard because it's like if you tell someone that it's going to be very demoralizing to them. Mm -hmm. So then it's kind of like shooting them in the foot. I could see that. But it's also I see it from the point of view where it's harder to look for a job. And it's really disheartening, like having yeah, when you no, get like fired and then you have to look for a job. And you have to look for a job and yeah. it just seems like an endless process. Whereas mm-hmm. if you set yourself up. Maybe there would be a way to tell her not being like, he's going to fire you. Yeah, I would say I've heard him say these things. Like I'd be know. like, he's talked about restructuring the team. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you've been here longer. So you make more money. So he's trying to like, you know, there's a way to like. Be like, his finances aren't good right now. Like, maybe you should try to find another job. Like, maybe she should give, should give another excuse that makes it seem like it's not the girl's fault that she would be getting fired. Mm. You know what I mean? To not be like, he doesn't like she, you, so he's going to fire you. Yeah. Like, make up. Because she, she's leaving anyway. She could lie. She could be like, well, things aren't going that well for the company. So you should really, I urge you to look for somewhere else. Yeah. And follow I feel like I would in do my, that. my footsteps because clearly he's also jumping yeah. ship. Yeah. I would. That's what I would say. Like, you need to get out of here. This is not a good place. Mm-hmm. This is gonna place is gonna hold you back. Yeah, I would do something like that. Because mm-hmm. otherwise, I don't think I could leave. That girl mm-hmm. might also like not like you if you're like he said he's gonna fire you. That's true. You know, I feel it's it's all delivery and how you kind of yeah deliver the message. I mean, I guess you don't have to lie. You could make up. You mm-hmm. know, you could tell the truth through things. Mm-hmm. Couch it a different way. Yeah. But congrats on the new job. Love that <laughs> journey for you. New year, new you. Glad you're getting out. Yeah. Toxic work environments are not fun. It's not hot. It's not fun. Have you ever had like a really bad boss? Mm, I wouldn't say I've ever had a boss that yelled. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess like my version of a bad boss was, I don't know, anytime that People that I used to work with listen to this podcast, so I'm like <laughs> hesitant to say. But I feel like any th- any time there has been a, an experience where there's like a bad boss or a bad supervisor, it's mm. just because uh, the manage people in management forget how it feels to be on the floor mm. and working directly with patients and aren't um, mm-hmm. kind of like mm-hmm. standing with staff when right. there's things that are going right. wrong and not advocating for the people they work with. Yeah. They lose touch. Yeah. Yeah. That's not, that's good. usually, but never screaming. Oh or anything. my God. Well, this is actually one of the stories that got me out of consulting was I had such a horrible manager on one of my projects. Like yelling. Oh my God. She, I mean, she was such a horrible boss. She would, um, come in, like a tornado, oh. right? So she was like the step up above me. So mm-hmm. I was a manager and she was a senior manager. So I was the one who would kind of like be her filter to the other people. Mm-hmm. So I would get the brunt of things, but she would come in like a tornado. So everyone was like very calm doing their work and everything done. Mm-hmm. So whenever she would come in, it was like everyone's lives would be like completely upset and all their work. And it was it was just a lot having her physically there. Just yeah. like her energy and stuff was just not healthy for the work environment. But then on top of that, it was a stressful project. Okay. And she definitely had demands on her that were unreasonable. Mm-hmm. But instead of pushing back, she just pushed those onto us. Oh. And she would berate my team. Like oh. literally scream at them and yell at them. 
and caused them to cry. Oh my gosh. And every, listen to this, every single person that on that team has quit. Oh, that's crazy. And that was a key experience that made them quit. And this, I mean, you did consulting, so it was just like you would be there for like a portion of time. It wasn't like someone that she had continually had to have like a working relationship with. So maybe that's why she felt like she could treat you guys I think that's part of it. I mean, it was a longer term project, like probably like a year. That's still, yeah. So you think you would want, and people usually like, if you like people you work with, you bring them on to other projects, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. But it's just such a horrible experience. And even though like... For, the, for this girl, it was like, you know, he was the boss of the company. So it's not like she could go and complain mm-hmm. or like report. Like we all reported this manager mm-hmm. to HR and like basically nothing was done. Wow. So that was what really was a wake up call for me. And I was like, okay, this organization doesn't actually value its people. And now literally all those people have left. So wow. It's, it's really the power. If you are a manager, you have a lot of power mm-hmm. in making or breaking people's kind of spirits at work yeah like absolutely sucks yeah and i feel like sometimes some people are really good at managing others Mm -hmm. and it definitely is there's a reason why there's like a full dedicated um preparatory uh way that people learn how to manage other people right yeah but in a lot of fields like you just have to like especially for nursing, like you are a nurse mm. for a certain amount of time and then you can become a nurse manager. And then some of those people are really good managers mm-hmm. but didn't necessarily get the training to become a manager. Right, right. So I, I don't know. We've I've worked with both and the people who go to school specifically to manage people are amazing. And mm. yeah. That's good. Yeah. Education is important. Education is important. <laughs> Treating people with respect is also Seriously. Oh, my gosh. Great. Okay, so tell her, but tell her in a nice way. Yeah, I feel like, yeah, there's a way to navigate the conversation mm-hmm. without making her too stressed about it. So this was kind of an interesting story. Mm. So this one is old guy, new me. Okay. Um, I've been listening to you guys since the first episode and I knew this is going to be my fave. Not only have I learned a lot of new information, you guys have also accompanied me through thick and thin. Oh, That's so sweet. Yeah. So Ruby and I are two of many expats coming from the same country. We knew each other from the beginning of university days and have been friends for almost 10 years. I would say that she's one of my closest friends here and we would see each other quite frequently. In the first year we moved here, we used to like the same guy, <gasps> Hans. Hans. Afterward, <laughs> he moved to the other side of the country and none of us kept in touch with him. Mm. Both of us started enjoying dating life, mostly local guys, but would occasionally mention Hans here and there. I always say that 99% I would settle with a local guy, while Ruby wants to live her life to the fullest here and come back home in the future. She also specifically wants to marry someone from the same culture as her, which Hans fills all her checklists. (gasps) Mm. The one that got away. On Thursday (laughs) night, I got a message from Hans. He randomly asked how I was doing. We talked for a while and said that he wants to come visit my city. This is why nothing good ever comes after 2 a.m. Uh-oh. It was at 2 a.m.? 2 a.m. messages. Long story short, I agreed to go for a staycation with him on Friday. Whoa. Whoa. On our way to the accommodation, he brought up the time I drunkenly confessed to him four years ago through text, which he ghosted me until <gasps> that Thursday. Four years? So she confessed her, her love. love for him. 
He ghosted her for four years. And then he texts her. And then is like, yo, let's go on vacation. Whoa. (laughs) What a sequence of events. This guy's four years late. And at that moment, I knew 100% I'm going to marry a local guy and not him. So I firmly rejected him. After making him promise that he wouldn't tr- won't try anything, we went through with this staycation. He kept trying to persuade me a few times in an attempt to shut him up. I suggested that I would introduce him to someone. So I asked Ruby if she's still interested in Hans, and she was super excited. So Hans and I cut the staycation short and arranged to have dinner with Ruby the next day. Whoa, pivot. <laughs> right? <laughs> Here's where I feel guilty. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, there's... Bullet point number one. Ruby asked for a screenshot of my text with Hans. <gasps> oh, no. Because she was curious how I could persuade Hans to let her come through. So we faked evidence <gasps> to send to her. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Ruby is familiar with the overnight bag that I brought with me. So I had to drop it off at home before dinner. But because the train got delayed, it was impossible. Hans arranged for dinner to be pushed back so that we wouldn't get caught. The sentence hits me hard. Wouldn't get caught. Uh. In general, setting up one of my friends to a guy that just slept, though nothing actually happened between us next to me less than 12 hours ago. Feels weird. Mm. Ruby was was extremely happy with what's happening, Mm -hmm. albeit a little skeptical about the whole situation. It's only been a few days, but they're still talking and she's going to visit him soon. But the guilt is eating me right now. Am I the asshole? Oof. <laughs> what do you think? That's Matt? a lot. I think the whole orchestrated text thing would also eat away at me. That's a lot. I would love to hear how this was planned. I'm guessing over the phone or in person. Like, okay, I'm going to send this. Like, why did she feel the need? Yeah, why did she feel the need to fake text to cover up her original conversation? Probably because she feels silly about Meeting up with him after a 2 a.m. Yeah. Yeah. That's probably what it is. But wouldn't it be just better to just like tell her? Yeah. She'd probably understand. Yeah. 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 I guess not. I feel She's like. embarrassed. I feel like she'd be hurt from her friend knowing that she knew that her friend had always had feelings for him and had always thought about him and talked about him. And she was willing to meet up with him and go on a staycation yeah. with him. So I feel like that burn well yeah so if you were ruby how would you feel if you found that out i would be hurt would you be mad i would would feel like i would be hurt would you feel like leftovers like second helping yeah i don't know (laughs) if it's better to tell her right away or i mean i'm not gonna lie hans kind of sounds a little bit like a dick right right yeah he ghosted her for four years (laughs) and then he, he also tried to get with her after she said no mm-hmm. and then was like okay i'll get with someone else okay sure yeah you know what i mean it feels like a little like grubby yes agreed <laughs> i would uh, <laughs> especially this being a close friend i would just have to fess up and tell her even though it's gonna hurt her feelings yeah i feel like that's the right thing to do or or what <laughs> or when she already seems grubby or when if she just sees how, since he is grubby, right? When if she just sees how it plays out, and if he is already, if he is acting like this, then hopefully it won't be a long term thing, right? Mm-hmm. It'll be kind of like a so fling what are you or saying? something. Like, tell her in a week. Like tell her in a tell month. Tell her like when it's over. 
<laughs> what happens if it continues? What happens if they if it's forever are betrothed? I don't. Yeah, then you could never tell her then at that point, right? Oh, then you wouldn't be able to tell I her. I feel like the truth would eventually come out, and that he would tell her if it is a relationship that's meant to last the test of time. Then she gets over it. But also, he seems kind of he seems like kind of a trash bag. But I mean, yeah, I don't, because it also seems like Ruby really wants it. That's the other thing, yeah. you know. And it's yeah. not out of nowhere mm-hmm. because like the person who wrote in, I don't know her name, but she already knew for a fact that Ruby liked him mm-hmm. and she checked with Ruby first. Mm-hmm. So it's also kind of like giving Ruby something like on a silver platter. Mm. <laughs> so I don't know. <laughs> That's hard. That's Have you ever hooked a friend or like set a friend up with someone? That I had previously had s- like a thing with no or just like in general oh just like set someone up yeah yes yes and have you told them everything about that person before you set them up with them yes oh so you were very i do (laughs) not like being responsible for something (laughs) to end up in shambles so Mm -hmm. i am always more hesitant to set friends up Mm. so the ones that i have set up i truly believed in my heart that they would hit it off i really vetted i was like okay i think they are compatible enough because yeah. the worst thing you want is awkwardness between friendship yeah yeah what about you no i don't think i've ever hooked a friend up no <gasps> really i don't no. think so you just okay at least not consciously mm. like maybe invited them like to the same party or something and then they know? just happen to be there yeah, yeah but not like you should really talk to them. <laughs> you know <laughs> not like that <laughs> But not like, okay. Not the same level as this person. I'm going to give you this person's number. Not you guys creating a fake thread. Text thread. That's wild. Why would Ruby ask for the text thread? That's the other thing. Yeah. Like, why would she need to see that? That's also something I feel like is weird. Yeah. I feel like. If someone had been like, you should get together with this guy. I wouldn't be I've like, oh, show me him. what you said to him. Yeah. Like, does she not? Does that already mean that she doesn't trust? The friend, you know what I mean? I don't know. Or maybe she's just like hyper fixated and like wants to know every single detail because she's either she's like, excited or she may be a little bit skeptical. Because she was curious how this girl could persuade Hans yeah. to let her come along. So I think it's a mixture of excitement and just like a little bit of yeah. hyper fixation because she likes this man. Okay. So your advice is tell her everything now. I mean, it's definitely going to hurt, but. Yeah. You want to tell her everything now? Part of me wants me to tell her now, but the other part would be like. See how it plays out. Like what happens if it it does start to work out, then you kind of have to stick your foot in your mouth and you can't say anything. Yeah. Considering this is like how close of a friend this is. Like, are you willing to put your friendship on the line? Like, do you care about this person a whole heck of a lot? Mm -hmm. You're right, Maggie. She should just tell her. She should just. I mean, it's definitely the harder option. She should just tell her. Yeah. When should she? Tell I would her, just uh, like profusely apologize and be like, "Hey, this guy started. Like, I know you like this guy, but he started talking to me, and this is what happened, and I'm so sorry, and I want to tell you the truth, and this is what it is." Yeah. They're just gonna call her up and say it. Yeah. Just do it. Just, just do, do it. it. Rip, rip the bandaid off. Yeah. Right. What do you think, Rain? Um, well, I'm Which, wondering if he's gonna tell her. That's oh. what I was thinking. I was like, at what point would he maybe tell her? Yeah, because yeah. if it comes from him. And then she finds out that her friend kept it from her. That's even worse. Well, but he could spin it in a way that would be like kind of romantic. Mm. Be like, I really wanted to 
you know, get with you. So I asked your friend to do this for me, you know, mm-hmm. in a way that would make it feel maybe, maybe, maybe this girl needs to talk to him and have him talk to Ruby. Mm. Or yeah, she could talk to him and pull him aside and be like, Hey, I feel weird about yeah, like orchestrating this whole thing. Yeah. We need to tell her the truth. How would you like to do this? I was going to say. But then it like turns into like another like. I know. I was going to say just have him tell her, but just make her look good. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? Like have him like this girl needs to go to Hans and be like, yo, tell her, but tell her this. And then she like gives him the spiel and be like, tell her that you came to me because you actually really liked her. Mm. And you wanted me to help you hook up with her. So mm-hmm. we did this. I did this to help you get to her. <laughs> no, Maggie's not buying it. I feel like it just She's needs upset. to be an open discussion. I, I don't know. You just want her to tell her. Just tell her. Yeah. There's just like too many. Girl club. Girls, girls. Girl code. Yeah. Okay, just tell her. Just tell her. The fact that she was writing in wanting to tell her, I feel like. Says a lot too. Yeah. I feel right? like it'll continue to eat away at you if you mm-hmm. have to orchestrate more. Yes. And you already feel worse about the first two orchestrations. So the truth will set you free. Also, once you tell like one lie, it just like goes deeper and deeper. Mm-hmm. Right. Like I remember when when I did like a serving job and you're like trying to get out of a shift or something mm-hmm. and like telling a lie and then like trying to go back in the next week. And people ask you about your lie and you totally oh. forgot what you said. You forgot what you said. Well, you're oh like, God. oh, I had to go to the doctor because blah, blah, blah. And they're like, and they're like, are you feeling okay? And you're like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, I, you, ha- you have to remember those lies are hard to remember. <laughs> that's why you, that's why they always you just, tell you not to lie. Nah, you're losing track of all the lies you tell. <laughs> it's like, you How did, many lies you just, did like, I they tell just like week? compound, you know, they're hard to remember. <laughs> right. Right. I feel like it was mostly like I'm sick. I think it was like all around like my health that I would. Be yeah. like, I'm sick or like I have to go to the doctor mm-hmm. or I have some appointment or something that I can't get out of or. Yeah. I feel like mine were more like that. I didn't, well, I didn't like, I didn't create too elaborate of a story because then you get caught. Yeah. Because then you're going to spin a web and you're going to get caught in your you're, own web. Exactly. Yeah. Can't do it. And this is what this girl's doing. Yeah. Spinning webs. Yeah. Where does it stop? You know, what is she going to lie about next? No, <laughs> we're not going to go there. Yeah. The truth will set you free, girlfriend. <laughs> Okay, the next one, mm-hmm. new identity, <gasps> new year, new you, new identity. I am 24 years old, and this year I found out that I was an affair baby. <gasps> Prior to this, I did not know who my dad was, and I always bugged my mom about who he was because I wanted to know who I am. You mm-hmm. know. Turns out my mom and dad went to high school together. However, my dad wanted to date my mom, but she was not ready, which I think is fair enough. Mm -hmm. So he left the country for America, got married, had a son. Then when his dad, my granddad, was unwell, he moved back to our home country to look after him. He so happened to bump into my mom and tell her that he was not getting along with his wife (gasps) and wanted to leave her for my mom. My mom did fall for it, and that's how I came along. He was still married at this point, and... And left his wife and son in America still to look after his sick dad. He was in my life for the first two years. Then he went back to America to be with his wife and son. My mom did not find out about it until he called her at the airport. What? Saying he was going back to America. 
That's a lot. That's a lot. There is more. My mom then moved to another country, taking me with her, and got married and had another daughter. When my mom told me about my dad, she told me everyone knew everything, both sides of the family. Just no one told me. When I did get in contact with my dad and his side, I also found I have an older sister. Right. Okay. She was born before my dad got married and had his son. (laughs) Whoa. My dad has three children with three different women. (gasps) My oldest sister is 36. My older brother is my older brother is 31 and I'm 24. So all three of us have no full siblings. But now that I know my dad's side and my siblings, we've been talking often and I actually got to meet my dad's family when I visited home recently. I just haven't met my dad, my stepmom, and my siblings as they live too far away or in America. Mm -hmm. Anyway, that's my tea. All I can say is emotional damage, but it's okay. Wow. I have siblings. Wow. That's crazy. That would like rock your world. Yeah. And like having to form relationships with these people that you didn't even know existed. Like, that's wild. What also is a little weird to me about the story is like, her grandparents like live in her like hometown mm-hmm. and she like never, never knew, never knew. And I wonder like, what the they families told her. knew. She said, so was, I wonder what that decision was to never have them like a part of her life. Yeah. Too, right. There had to have been a story or some sort of thing script they agreed upon mm-hmm. because I'm sure she was starting to ask questions long oh, yeah. before 24 on like, but what? also when you have like pictures, when you're, if he was there for the first two years of your life, wouldn't there be like pictures of you with him? Yeah. And stuff mm-hmm. before he just went to the airport one day. And just didn't come back. Yeah. Could you imagine that? That's just getting a call from the airport being like, yeah, I'm going back to my wife. Bye. <gasps> it was like a movie. Yeah. Right? Crazy. It was like a movie. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. Because then the sibling thing too would be. How did she find weird. the other siblings? Unclear. Unclear. I think yeah. I think her mom, mom, like, she found out. Yeah. Wow. I don't know. I know. With, like, 23 and me now, too, you can oh, see, like, DNA relatives. I know. I always oh. get all these DNA relatives. I'm, like, I'm just related to everyone. Yeah. Like, hundreds. You get hundreds? <laughs> yes. There's so many. <laughs> <laughs> Mine have all been pretty consistent with the storyline I've been fed so far. Oh, that's good. <laughs> that's pretty good. <laughs> But we have so family. You're not, you're not an affair baby, is no, that what you're trying to say? No. <laughs> Thankfully. But there are a lot of people who discover family members on there. That's true. So there's, you can't really lie anymore. So. That's true because you never know. And then also, that's how they find serial killers. Now. Oh, right. So, you know, if you're going to be a serial killer, do not have any of your family members submit their DNA. Yeah. They'll find you. What uh, serial killer did they recently find through 23andMe? I like, vaguely it like, remember. Wasn't it like the Golden State Killer or something? Right. Yeah. Right. They found DNA relatives. To yeah. Him. They found yeah. a DNA relative to the person on it. Yeah. It is crazy. I don't know. I hope you're doing well with your yeah. newfound family. It sounds very exciting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because what would happen if you didn't have your sisters when growing up, but then you like met your sisters now? I mean, it'd be different for sure. <laughs> We'd have a diff- fully different relationship. Yeah. And yeah. It's Wouldn't like, that be weird? That'd be wild, but I prefer like to seem... know them in some capacity than not at all. So that's true. Yeah, new identity. New identity. Yeah. Wow. Well, great story. Thanks that's for a, writing. That's in. some. That's some juicy tea. Yeah, that's that's life changing. Yeah. You know. So I have um, some smuts. 
<laughs> yes. Have you been reading Smut over the holidays? I have not been reading Smut over the holidays, Maggie. Thank you for insinuating. <laughs> well, we love have your you been, have you been reading passages. Sm- have you been reading Smut over the holidays? What else am I supposed to be reading like amongst my family during the holidays when there's like downtime? Of course I'm who, reading Smut. Who in your family would read Smut, do you think? My mom. Yeah, I was gonna say my Magali, mom. Magali, <laughs> obviously. I feel like everyone. Yeah, Victor. Actually, no. Victor's like deep <laughs> like, into. I don't really see Victor doing Victor's that. deep in like the History Channel, like yes. like yeah. most fathers. Um, yeah, yeah. I know my dad reads a lot of like fantasy stuff. But I don't oh, really fan- see like, like fantasy, smut. fantasy smut, <laughs> fantasy smut, right. like Akatar. <laughs> oh my God! Right? Yeah. yeah. Um. Well. We have some submissions from of listeners. what you should read. Yes, they sent excerpts. Okay, which is very exciting. Okay. So thanks, Saviti Ramper, for submitting this excerpt. It's from this book called Priest by Sierra Simone. Okay, and here's 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 the teaser for the book, just like so you get a be- better idea of like the whole vibe, right? It's called the Priest, right? The Priest. There are many rules a priest can't break. A priest cannot marry. A priest cannot abandon his flock. A priest cannot forsake his God. I've always been good at following rules until she came. Oh, no. Then I learned new rules. My name is Tyler Anselm Bell. I'm 29 years old. Six months ago, I broke my vow of celibacy on the altar of my own church. And God help me, I would do it again. I am a priest, and this is my confession. I'm not into this. <laughs> I am not into this at all. So you wouldn't read this book? Absolutely not. Rainy, would you read this book? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Rainy has a new recommendation. Yeah, I'm like, okay, yeah. I want to know how you got there. Why in the church? <laughs> Why? I mean, because... Did you ever watch Fleabag? <laughs> no, I really need to. I really, oh, I've heard it's the best Fleabag's show. Fleabag's good. Oh, yeah. Uh, Hot Priest. This does have flea bag vibes a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So here. But this is like from the perspective of priest, whereas flea yes. bag is the opposite. Opposite. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So this is, yeah, it's from the perspective of the priest. Okay. Okay. Going from Catholic school from K to 12, I am not into this. <laughs> it's too it Hits home much. too hard. Huh? <laughs> it's too much of one thing. Well, just imagine. <laughs> I'm not going to say it. What? We're just going to read. <laughs> okay. Keep going. I knelt down behind her and spread her legs spread them so that her was gloriously bare to me. My little lamb, I whispered, you are very, very wet right now. I want to crawl on my skin. This one makes me laugh so hard. I don't know why. It's just so inappropriate. <laughs> she was wetness licking down almost every part of her. Wasn't just wet either. It was quivering. I grabbed her ass in my hands and dug my fingers in, leaning forward so that my breath tickled her sensitive flesh. She whimpered. <laughs> this is so wrong, I said, moving my mouth even closer. I could smell her, and she smelled like heaven, like soap and skin, and the delicate female scent that I, every man hungered for. But just one taste, I murmured, talking more to myself than to her now. God wouldn't punish me for just one taste. I trace my way from her clit to her and forgive me. 
<laughs> and forgive me, my God. Please, I whispered against her skin. Just one more. I flattened my tongue against her clit and sampled her again. My dick so hard that it hurt. She cried out against the wood of the piano, and I almost died because of those noises. And fuck me, that taste I dove into her like a man possessed. Wow. <laughs> wow. I have so many questions. <laughs> Who is this woman? How did they meet? That's all I know. That's all. I didn't. I, I didn't. I didn't feel like I wanted to go in and learn more about the book. Wow, Rainy, will you be continuing? No, this? no, 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 no. I want that now. That was enough. That was more than enough. That was enough. <laughs> But that was just a taste. Just one taste. <laughs> just one taste. My goodness. That was that was really spicy. That was that was crazy. <laughs> and the the is just, you know, the the confluence of the religion in it too. It's just a lot. And then also it being a priest, you know, brings up a lot too. So I don't know. I like who why did this person had, write this book? Yeah. <laughs> It was, there's a lot of moral. Impacting. I feel like this book was just a pure <laughs> smut book. Like, what else could possibly be going on in that book if this is what? It's like a little, what else goes little on? excerpt. Yeah. Oh my god. Well, I mean, and even also, just, was this written by a woman or a man? I'd like to know. Sierra Simone. Oh, okay. A woman. Okay. Yeah. So, and I mean, it's I guess it's a book of his his confession. So it's all it's probably just all about this, mm. all about this woman mm -hmm. that made him repent. I don't know wow. something. Wow. So they don't teach you that at school, huh? What? <laughs> about? About priests? About what priests do? Yeah. <laughs> no, I guess not. Well, that was crazy. That one was, I think, the hardest one for me to read through so far. That was hard. Yeah, that was rough. <laughs> um, keep submitting us your smut recommendations mm -hmm. so that we can get joy out of them. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> and with that, we're going to close today. Thank you so much for listening. Yeah. Please submit your stories. Please submit your smut recommendations. Please submit your questions to us at youcansitwithuspod at gmail.com. Mm -hmm. And until next time, remember to wash your hands. Be friends to yourself. Mm. Be nice to others. You know, tell yourself nice things. Mm -hmm. That's how we need to start out this new year. Yeah. New year, new year, new beginnings. Mm -hmm. And remember to get vaxxed, get waxed, get ready. <laughs> It's a new one from Matthew McLean. Get waxed. Register to vote. Yep. Vote. And until next time. Bye. Bye.